Well, hello there, Catalyst. Welcome to the second edition of our summer podcast series. My name is Nate Bowers, and I have the privilege of serving as the executive pastor here at Catalyst Church. Now, we know that many of you are traveling this summer to family gatherings, on much-needed vacations, to sporting events, and many others. And as always, as much as we want to see you each and every Sunday, we know that this isn't always possible. But uh, however, we still want to engage and encourage you and your families and your faith journey during these summer months. So each week, we're going to be uploading a short podcast that you can find, hopefully, on the Podbean map or uh, Apple Podcast or Spotify, or you can simply click on the link in our eburst or from our Facebook page. Please feel free to subscribe or download these and listen with your families when you're traveling this summer in the car. Now this week, what's been on my mind and kind of what I'd like to talk with you about is the fun and the beautiful, but also extremely frustrating game of golf and how it relates to our faith. Now, I know that many in our congregation played, and uh, I've played myself since I was a teenager. I wish I would have actually started a bit sooner, but uh, some of you might ascribe to the pithy Mark Twain quote that golf is simply a good walk spoiled, or the Billy Graham quote, I never pray on a golf course because the Lord always answers my prayers everywhere except on the course, or even Raymond Floyd who said, They call it golf because all the other four-letter words were taken. However, I love golf. I absolutely love being out on a beautifully manicured course, reveling in the the majesty and the the nature of God's creation, Uh, the fellowship and the camaraderie of friends, uh, celebrating the great shots, trying to, I I do my best, to uh, laugh off the many bad ones that I have, Um, But knowing that uh, even though perfection will never be obtained on the course, every shot provides the opportunity for it. Now, golf seems to be deceptively simple, right? Hitting a non-moving ball from a tee. But as anyone who plays knows, it's endlessly complicated. A a child can play it well, but grown adults never even come close to mastering it. Any single round is full of unexpected triumphs, and then at times, seemingly perfect shots that can end in disaster. It's kind of almost a science. We've seen that recently, yet it's a puzzle without any specific answers. It requires complete concentration and at the same time, total relaxation. I, I struggle with the relaxation part out there. It, uh, it satisfies the soul and the spirit and yet frustrates, frustrates the intellect. But in my opinion, it's, it's honestly, it's one of the greatest games ever invented. Now, I loved more than anything else to play golf with my dad and with my brothers. It was the the perfect foursome. And I connect every time I'm out there on the course uh, with the memories uh, of my dad and also the foundation of faith that he laid in my life and uh, honestly with his love each and every time that I play. Now in high school, I played in a church golf league each and every week with him as a partner. And uh, I remember once when I was really frustrated after playing poorly and losing that night's matchup, I remember him telling me that our attitudes and our actions are much more important to God than coming out on top or winning. And that's always stuck with me. One of his favorite verses for golf and for life uh, was Colossians 3.17. It says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God the Father through him. And sometimes, church, it's simply enough to give thanks for the many things we take for granted. 
For example, the fact that I have a healthy and working body that enables me to play, that I even own a set of golf clubs, the privilege to play the game in God's astounding creation on a beautiful course, family and friends that care for me and even like to play with me, and honestly, a savior and a father who love me more than anything. And when I reflect on those things, coming out on top and winning just doesn't seem as important anymore. And my attitude and my actions are redirected and they're changed when I sit instead in a spirit of thankfulness. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't want to do our best. And if any of you know me and my spirit of competitiveness, you know I'm always still shooting to win. I read a great quote this week by Scott Simpson. Uh, If any of you remember, he was a golfer on the PGA Tour back in the 80s and 90s, and he even won the U.S. Open in 1987. He said this, doing my best on the golf course means developing consistency and paying attention to the little things. One reason I have the reputation of playing well in the U.S. Opens and on harder courses is that I have learned course management. Ben Hogan, Jack Nicklaus, and Hale Irwin are a few champions who have excelled at course management. To me, that means analyzing the course and making wise choices about whether to play it safe or to go for the pin. Before I hit a shot, I have to look at my yardage book and all the variables such as hazards, wind, lie, and stance before I pick my club and the type of shot I want to hit. I also have to keep myself relaxed, focus on the shot, and put it into distractions out of my mind. Our situation in life is similar. God has given us his yardage book, the Bible, to help us. No matter what situation we face, we can turn to this book for wisdom in managing ourselves in our game. We know there are hazards to avoid, and God has given us the means to focus on what is right and then to make wise decisions. By following his word, we can do our best for him, others, and ourselves. Inevitably, we all mess up with bad choices or just bad bounces, but by turning back to God, we can take comfort that he will forgive us and we will have more holes to turn things back around. What a, what, a, what a great word from Scott Simpson. And so I would encourage you this week, Catalyst Church family, to be thankful for the many blessings and for the good and perfect gifts that our Father God gives to us. To always study, check, and refer to our yardage book, the Bible, God's word that he has given us too, and to trust him in all things, knowing that he holds us in his hand, and regardless of our imperfections, even our bad shots, that he not only forgives us, but he loves us and works within us so that we become more and more like Jesus. Now, speaking of which, I I bet Jesus would be a pretty good golfer. And even if not, he most definitely would be a great playing partner. I might at least ask him to call up a strong right-to-left wind to correct some of my awful slices off the tee. Now, it might not work like that, but uh, I can always hope, maybe in heaven sometime. Well, hit them long and straight, fellow golfers. We, uh, we love you all, and we pray for protection and blessings on you and your families this summer.